What's up, guys? Welcome to TalkChain. This is Robcast 5.0. We talk all things crypto, Bitcoin, altcoins, all kind of coins. Um, today, the markets, interesting day. So, Bitcoin is currently sitting at $7,675 right now, down a little bit from its peak. Let's just take a look real quick. Um, I know that earlier today it was doing pretty well and it was uh, a little bit above 8,500 here and it's pulled back uh, quite a bit from the high of today, but uh, I would say it's probably for the best because you wouldn't want to see Bitcoin kind of just mooning all over again, going to 10,000, 12,000 right off the hop because it was at a low of about 5,800 uh less than 48 hours ago. So uh, I think it's it's pretty good for the market overall just to have kind of a slow and steady climb. Uh, the same thing goes with Ethereum, same thing goes with Ripple. It's, it's okay for these markets to move slowly, especially coming off of such a wild uh, 30 days or so. So it, it kind of remains to be seen at this point uh, whether or not we are out of, out of the crash. Um, People are, people are really de debating right now whether or not this is a bull trap or whether this is really kind of the end of the road. Uh, I obviously, I hope it is the end of the road. And I think that uh, when Bitcoin fell uh, back into the 5,000 range, people started to get heavily involved. And I wish I had some excess capital to, to put into it, but... Um, I, I did make my other plays, so hopefully we'll see how those play out in the near future. So one of the things that I wanted to talk about today was DevorCoin. Now, for those of you who don't know what DevorCoin is, it's very similar to BitConnect in the fact that it's, it's a lending platform and uh, essentially people will trade in their Bitcoin in exchange for DevorCoin and they can then lend out the divorce coin to anybody who feels like they, they need it and they will in turn be paid interest. So a, a few things have happened. So since BitConnect uh, essentially collapsed completely and they uh, said that they weren't going to pay anything out, um, BitConnect collapsed and around this time, Dvorcoin was kind of in this range around the $120, $130 mark. Uh, BitConnect collapsed. People shifted over to Dvorcoin. Uh, and then we see kind of a peak. Now, what's happened is people have realized that Dvorcoin is very similar to BitConnect uh, in the way that it operates. And people are deciding that they don't want to be involved with something like that. So they have slowly started to pull out. Another piece of information that has uh, come out pretty recently is that uh, that a Texas securities agency, so the Texas State Securities Board, has uh, sent them a cease and desist letter for them to stop operations in Texas, which is something that happened uh, pretty pretty similarly with BitConnect as well. So it, it's clear that people are becoming aware of these types of of schemes that that are in place so what's happened 
uh, is Devorcoin had a peak of around $175, $180, and that has now fallen to 7.7 cents. And that's in, a, in the course of uh, 20 days or so. And even, even today, if we look at where it started today, it did make it, it was $5.58, so it had already crashed significantly, but it coming down to $0.09, cents, or $0.07 cents now, is exponentially smaller. So hopefully nobody had, nobody watching right now had their money in Devor coin. Uh, I know that people like uh, Trayvon James were kind of promoting it as, as a kind of a surefire way to, to get some returns. But I think it goes to show that whenever something seems too good to be true, it most likely is. Um, there's, no, there's not really any reason for um, an investment vehicle like Devorcoin, like a, a fake investment vehicle, uh, to be paying such high returns. And th that's usually what, what makes people kind of question it, because I know with BitConnect, BitConnect was paying 1% uh, a day, which is obviously fantastic if they can keep that up, but it's pretty clear that, that it's not able to happen. And the reason why, that's, why it seems sketchy is because uh, a typical investment vehicle will pay like 7 to 12% returns and people will consider that great. And there's, there's no reason that any, any other... Uh, investment vehicle should pay hundreds of percents annually when their next closest co legitimate competition is is 12% or 15%. So usually usually you want to just kind of pay attention to that sort of thing like does it sound too good to be true? Um so yeah, moving on like just pay it, you'd want everyone to just kind of pay attention to what, you, what you're investing in, and really the, a lot of these lending platforms are kind of turning out to be a little bit questionable. I know that there is ETHLEND and there is SALT, which uh, appear to be pretty legitimate. They're not saying that they're going to give you these crazy returns through lending. So those might be a couple more legitimate uh, tokens that you want to put your time in or a couple more platforms that you want to put uh, your time in, but again, even with those, you're you're going to want to do a significant amount of research before putting your money in any of these any of these tokens, and that goes for the entire for the entire sector, really. Uh, one other thing that I wanted to talk about was Coinbase. So Coinbase has announced that they are going to add uh, SegWit capabilities to their platform. Now, for those of you who don't know, uh, SegWit is essentially a layer added onto Bitcoin that will allow it to operate in a much faster way. So like the transactions will go through much quicker and it should cost substantially less for those transactions to go through. So Coinbase has said that they are going through their final testing phase of SegWit on Coinbase and it should be available for the next within the next couple of weeks. So hopefully by the end of February, that should be fully operational. And I'm not sure if this is entirely related to that, but, but what has happened uh, with Coinbase as well is they have uh, 
eliminated the the wait times to put money into Coinbase. So so if you wanted to put and these are large limits too, and I think that's the most impressive part. So if you want to put in uh, up to ten thousand dollars with your linked bank account, uh, you can do that, and it's it seems to be affecting quite a number of people now. Uh, unfortunately, I'm <laughs> I'm Canadian, so I don't have access. My limit is around two hundred and fifty dollars, but it is instant. So and really, it's probably for the best because I don't want to be shoveling in all my money all at once. So it really forces me to uh, dollar cost average uh, in its own way. So that's a little bit beneficial for me. But for those of you who do have a significant amount of money and want to get involved in the crypto space, uh, I think these both of these advancements are going to help. Um, and really, I think adopting SegWit will help because in order for the entire uh, market to be implemented with SegWit, it needs a 95% adoption rate because they've decided to go this route versus having a hard fork, which would kind of cause a 30th spin-off of Bitcoin and really just to make it faster. And that would kind of be the main difference. So it's good that, that they've decided to do it this way. And I think that with, with Coinbase adopting it, it, it'll kind of pave the way for mass adoption throughout um, large exchanges because I know that some people will be slower to adopt it. And I think that the, the Robinhood competition and entering the market has really forced Coinbase to push its boundaries and to do things that it may not have otherwise done. Um, but other than that, there's not too much going on in the markets today. Things seem pretty steady. There's nothing, um, nothing crashing horribly, nothing uh, mooning incredibly. So it's, it's been a pretty calm day overall. And I think that's kind of what we need at this point for everyone to just kind of relax a little bit and just have the value stay roughly the same. We don't need any 20% upswings or 30% collapses. Uh, and we'll just kind of see where this all kind of leads going forward. I know obviously we're all hoping for the market to improve back to where it was uh, in the beginning of January. But I would consider this a good time to uh, invest some more money in some projects that you have a firm understanding of and uh, get, get involved while the prices are incredibly low. We might not see markets this low again anytime this year or and if there's there's any major event that happens, then then it could happen. But really, I think moving forward, we're gonna see this. We're gonna see the markets kind of increase overall. So that's it for today. Um, if you like what Matt and I are doing here, don't forget to like, comment, subscribe. Let us know what you think about uh, Segwit. Let us know what you think about uh, Coinbase getting involved and kind of competing with Robinhood. And let us what you know, let us know what you think about Devor coin. Do you think people like uh, Trayvon James should be involved in this space when you know that they are constantly uh, uh, shilling these, these kind of scam coins or these pyramid schemes? Uh, anyway, that's it for today. Uh, take care, guys.